0: You know, I feel strong, I feel tough, I want to push my dad and call him gay a few times, you know? At the end of the day, this podcast is just about cultivating a giant sex cult. The only reason you jump over a bull or try and do flips over one is because you're trying to get pussy. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you? Hello. It's your old pal Joe here, checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday, my friend. How's it hanging? How's it going? How's your April? How is uh, your life? How was your weekend? Hey, hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. If you're not, that's okay. Right? What do we always say? We always say that's okay, but get your shit together. Okay? We don't have time for your bullshit, nor do you... we have time for mine. So, get it together together. And I hope you're doing wonderful, people. Real quick, hey, got some shows coming up, my friends. How about that? It's been a minute since I've got to do this. Maybe that says more about me. I'm doing my uh, iconic at this point. It's going to be iconic. I'm doing the greatest tour ever. I'm doing Joe Kelly's brewery tour of crazy, fun, good times this next coming month. All right, people? (laughs) (laughs) you know so let's let's give you the rundown it's all in nashville too how about that doing brewery shows in nashville people may 2nd new heights brewing come through there also may 10th crazy gnome brewing come through there hey how about this uh friday may 26th or excuse me it's a uh, thursday may 26th jackalope brewery come through there hey how about this june uh 3rd friday june 3rd yazoo brewing come through there and then uh june 9th i'll be at the east room for the 10th east room's 10th anniversary that's gonna be fucking fun we'll talk about that in a second and then uh june 23rd ride red excuse me bicycle coffee so shows coming up people look at that hopping on some shows having some fun and uh joekellycomedy.com to keep up with uh All the dates and whatever. If you're around Nashville, hey, I'm going to be bumming around for the next couple of months here. Doing all these shows or whatever. Uh, Because that's where I live now. I don't know if you guys are hip with that. But uh, why do I got so many shows in Nashville? Because that's where I'm living right now. So good things happening all around. You know, good shows. Been having fun. Seeing old friends. Got a haircut. All right, people. You might be watching the video going, hey, Joe. You got a haircut there, buddy. And I did. Thank you for noticing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the man. The thing about getting your hair cut once a year and in different cities is you don't, you know, you don't have a regular haircut person, you know. So, I got a haircut, and this let me tell you, people, this lady, this lady was the worst haircut person I've ever had. Not that she did a bad job cutting my hair, just her overall demeanor of a human being you know what I mean when you go get your hair cut, let me ask you when you go get your hair cut, what do you talk about with the person cutting your hair do you talk about what's going on with you you know is it someone you see quite often so you're almost like a distant friend in a way you know what I mean do you check up on each other's personal lives all that shit or maybe you've never had them cut your hair before what do you talk about then where you're from what are you doing here how is everything Do you have a life outside of getting your hair cut? Not this lady. This fucking lady. Just wanted to be a bummer the whole fucking time. You know what I mean? Just an absolute fucking bummer. She goes, okay, you want your hair trimmed? I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. Spends the first 15 minutes just talking about, I don't know, something about her boyfriend moving away. And let me be honest with you. After those 15 minutes, I can see why. You know, so you're a bummer, lady. You're bringing everybody down. Everything was the worst for her. She got a bad haircut last week. I, You couldn't tell. You couldn't tell it was a bad haircut. But she had to let me know the haircut that she got was from a new person. And she didn't care for that person. Oh, it was just a fucking nightmare. I had to sit there and just listen to this lady be sad. Then after 15 minutes, right, of her just fucking going, my boyfriend's leaving me but we're not breaking up and it's like who are you kidding lady and my haircuts real bad and you know I don't life isn't going the way I thought it would and she goes uh so tell me about you <laughs> the most if anybody ever says that to me I will tell you absolutely nothing about me if that's the question that you have to ask or the statement not even a question demanding that I tell you about me I just won't do it I won't fucking do it. I'll say nothing. You need to ask a better question than that, sad lady. What do you want to know about me, huh? Nothing. That's why you said that. That's why you said, so tell me about you. Because you don't give a shit. You know? Terrible haircut experience, people. <laughs> Terrible haircut experience. I told her I did comedy at some point, And she asked nothing about that. Usually... Usually when you tell people you do stand up, they usually have some kind of follow up question, even if they're not really interested. You know what I mean? Usually they'll be like, oh, where do you tell jokes at? (laughs) At the very least, especially if you're in their own city, but not this lady. As soon as I said, I do comedy. She's like, you know what? I like comedy. (laughs) It's like, oh, of course you do. I bet you do. I bet that you would do anything in your power to make this about you somehow, you know. So, will I be going back to her? No. No, I will not. I won't. I thought about a reason that I might go back, and uh, I'll never, I never will. And for some reason, I booked this haircut online, people, and... You could, they'd show, have pictures of the person who might cut your hair if you book it online. I don't know if you guys are going that route nowadays, but that's where I'm at in life. I book my haircuts online. All right. I'm better than most people. I'm doing well. You think I'm going to great clips, bro? Probably would have had a better time at great clips, to be honest with you. Probably would have enjoyed myself more. Probably would have had a better conversation, but I didn't, you know, could have saved 15, 20 bucks by going to great clips, but I did not do it. I went to a place with a name and they're like it's 11:30 in the morning. Do you want a drink? And it's like yeah, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. No. Not at 11:30 in the morning, not to get my hair cut. It's going to take 20 minutes. I won't have time to even finish the drink. Except with her, I probably could have had about 4 cuz I wasn't saying a thing. But anyway, the haircut, I feel great. I feel revived as a human being now. You know what I mean? Feel great. Feel lighter. When people start calling me Mick Foley, it, do, it fucks with me, people. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know if you folks know who Mick Foley is. One of the, not the greatest, one of, one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time, but a very memorable, important figure in the world of professional wrestling. You may know him as Cactus Jack. You may know him as Mankind. You may know him as Dude Love. But to me, he's always going to be Mrs. Foley's baby boy. You know, Mick Foley, not a good looking man, kind of grotesque. He would wear sweatpants to the ring. That was his fucking, (laughs) that's his ring attire, was (laughs) sweatpants and a ripped button down shirt. (laughs) So when I get to the point in my life with my hair so long and my beard so scruffy that people start going, hey man, you look like Mick Foley. It's like, oh dude, I got to do something. I got to do something different. That one hits hard, people. That one hits real hard for me. Mick Foley. Oh. I went I saw him do stand up one time, dude. I think that guy got hit in the head with a chair too many times. His eyes are a little bit off. Something's not home, you know what I mean? Very sweet guy, very good guy, but I think I think professional wrestling probably rattles your brain around in your skull a bunch. You know what I mean? C T W W E baby. <laughs> Uh, what else is going on man what's going on in the world mike tyson punching that fell on the flight did y'all see that did y'all see mike tyson fucking wallop that fucking little little fella (laughs) he had it coming man mike tyson is a fascinating person i think he's just so interesting the life he has lived and where he was and where he is at now in his life and just like his personality. You know what I mean? That dude's pretty insightful. It probably comes from the massive amounts of mushrooms that he does, you know, but, uh, still, why would anybody, why would anybody fuck with Mike Tyson? I always come on here going, Hey, why would anybody fuck with a tiger? Why would a tiger fuck with Mike Tyson? Is the question. He had tigers. Have you ever seen videos of Mike Tyson with his tigers? They're not fucking with him. I know that. They're definitely playing with him, but they're not fucking with that guy because he'd probably fucked them up back then, you know? So now there's just some fucking guy on a plane. It's like, I'm just going to fuck with Mike Tyson until he punches me in the head. And that's what happened. You should see it. You should watch it. This guy's pissed drunk. And uh, I don't know it's he acted like he was at the zoo. you know what I mean like he was pushing up against the glass, except there was no glass there. It was just Mike Tyson's body, you know, so he was like trying to uh, <laughs> like like taking the taking the food away from the monkey. This <laughs> is pretty much what it is. You know, he was fucking with him like that. Mike Tyson fucking freaked out. And not even freaked out. Did what anybody should have... Did what most people should be doing nowadays. You know what I mean? All those pranksters that go into Walmart and are fucking with people, those people should probably get punched in the head a few times, I believe. I 100% believe that. So, I don't think anything's going to happen to Mike Tyson. I feel like everybody in the whole world is on Mike Tyson's side and punching that other fella in the head a few times. And not even... Didn't do too much damage. Bloodied him up a little bit. Taught him a lesson, you know? Like your dad used to do to you, you know? Set you straight a little bit. Go, hey, quit fucking with me. I remember I was at a baseball game one time. My dad never punched me in the side of the head. I'll say that right now, people. Not that I remember anyway. He might have. He might have clocked me. I don't. He <laughs> couldn't have because I would have fucked him up no matter what age, dude. If he would have punched me, I would have been on him. Fucked him up. But I remember. I was becoming a young man, 13, 14, maybe 15 years old, you know, and uh, we're at some baseball tournament, and I'm feeling pretty tough. We won one of the games, something like that. We're doing good, you know what I mean? All having fun with our friends, and uh, I'm feeling, you know, I feel strong, I feel tough. I want to push my dad and call him gay a few times, you know? (laughs) So that's what I start doing. I push him a couple of times and go, yeah, you're gay. (laughs) It's making my friends laugh. You know, I'm feeling pretty cool. And then uh, after about the third time, he just kind of grabs me with one hand and elevates me into the air somehow and just pushes me in the air about four or five feet away, and I just uh, fell to the ground, face down in the grass. So I think that was my Mike Tyson moment, you know? I think that was the point in time in my life where I was like, oh, Oh, bad things can happen to you, no matter how tough you think you are. (laughs) So, I stopped pushing my dad and calling him gay after that. (laughs) I don't know if that's a normal father-son relationship, but when I was a teenager, I was calling my dad gay a whole lot. (laughs) And it's not like he wasn't saying it back, you know what I mean? I think it was just the fact that I was doing it in a public setting and he felt like he was getting punked a little bit. I think that's what happened. He's like, my son's punking me. So he picked me up and threw me through the air like a fucking javelin, you know, face planted in the goddamn grass. And that was it. That was the end of my days of fucking with my dad or Mike Tyson for that matter. You know, I just don't understand why people were so fucking stupid. I'm happy that guy got hit. Great video for the week. You know what I mean? We all got a chance to be entertained. And it was like, what if that, what if, uh, what if that would have been Will Smith? And because <laughs> that's the thing now is anytime there's a fight video or somebody getting hit, everyone's like, uh, yeah, that should have put me in for Chris Rock. You know what I mean? It'd be like, oh, if Mike Tyson was Chris Rock. That would have been different. If Joe Rogan was Chris Rock, that would have been different. If Anderson Silva was Chris Rock, that would have been different. It's like, well, yeah, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know people. Anyway, did you know that Jesus was canceled? That's something I've been hearing about lately. You know, I still listen to Pandora. I'm still a Pandora guy. I haven't switched over to Spotify. Is that something I should do? I'm not even my own content I don't think is on Pandora. It's definitely on Spotify. Maybe I should support the platform that I'm using. I'm just so just I'm just fine with Pandora, I guess. Up until now. Up until they're they're creeping in with these Jesus was canceled ads. Have you guys heard them on the radio or anything? It comes on and it's talking about I don't even know what it's talking about and then it just it's very like soft spoken commercial, but anyway, towards the end it just goes, Jesus was the first one to get canceled and it's like, what do you what did Jesus do to get canceled? you know I think he was uh, I believe Jesus was murdered. I think that's different than canceling, you know? Usually when someone gets canceled, they just kind of have to sit in their apartment for a couple few weeks, let it blow over a little bit. Maybe that's what Jesus did. Is that the whole just a couple few months, something like that, and then he rose, died for three days or whatever? Is that what that is? He just locked up in his apartment, then came back. Is that what it is? I just don't... I think people are really trying to... uh, Maybe there's a bunch of lost anti-cancel culture people who have no direction in life, so that's what these commercials are targeting. Oh, Jesus was just like Louis (laughs) C.K. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's the connection you're making. Just say Jesus was murdered on your behalf. That seems a little bit more powerful than Jesus was canceled. That really kind of lessens the whole reason of his death or whatever, you know? What was he doing? Was he fucking jerking off in front of kids or something like that? All this time, we thought Jesus was a good guy. Meanwhile, he's been jerking off at the kids' bus stop or something like that, so they had to cancel him. (laughs) He's out there molesting molesting young women, and we're just going to let it slide? No, it's now, now... Now it's making it seem like maybe Jesus should have been killed, you know, if he was out there doing cancel worthy acts, you know, maybe we should have, maybe he should have been murdered. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm right here. I'm never going to say that I'm right, except when I am right, which is most of the time, as you guys know, no one is more brilliant or correct than me. I think we can all agree upon that at this point in time, you know? When are we going to start building me a statue? That's my question for you fine listeners, you fine folks out there. When are we all going to pool our money together? And by we, I mean you guys, because you guys are my cult pretty much. When are you guys going to pool your money together and build a big gold statue of your old pal Joe? When are you going to do that? I've been, I've been doing, is it the 100th episode? Are you guys going to surprise me for my 100th episode with a fucking golden statue? Make sure you get the dick size correct. Because it's going fucking, it's going to, the statue's mostly dick. All right, people? <laughs> you know, if you guys surprise me for my 100th episode with a gold statue, that'd be pretty cool. The soup thing when I wasn't feeling good, that was great a couple weeks ago. But if you guys come together and build a gold statue, oh man, oh, come on, dude. Don't do that. Don't go out of your way, people. But if you do, oh, 100th episode, that'd be an exciting thing, wouldn't it? <laughs> at the end of the day, this podcast is just about cultivating a giant sex cult. That's really what this is. Just so you guys know, there are subliminal messages put in, put throughout each and every one of these episodes, and the idea of this podcast at the end of the day is just to make a big sexy fuck cult. So. Stick around people, you know, once we get to episode a thousand, I think we'll, I think we'll at least have some property by then. Maybe not the statue quite yet, but at least some property with some working toilets. That's, that's bare minimum right now. All right. So be on the lookout for the sex cult that's coming your way very, very soon brought to you by Joe Kelly's psychedelic experience. So just so you guys know, you guys are already a part of this. You can't go back now. You can't go back. You're committed. We're having a fuck cult, people. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Who else has done that for you? Huh? Nobody. Your old pound Joe. It's not just going to be about fucking. It's going to be about self-elevation as well. You know, clarity of the mind, body, and soul. We will meditate. We will go on spiritual retreats together. And also, we will fuck each other. It's going to be great. All right? It's going to be fun. I get to pretty much pick and choose. <laughs> because it is a cult. You know what I mean? Somebody has to be in charge. So I feel like that's... I feel like I got to be the one, you know? So I'm going to... I'll be telling who's fucking who and all that stuff. You know, there's going to be some details. I'll work that out later. The point is... Thank you so much for being a part of this, people. I really appreciate it. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way. <laughs> oh, fuck. Got, getting back to the animal video clips of the week, people. It's been, you know what I mean? Coming back to Nashville, it's just been a rejuvenation for me. Been watching more animal videos. Been doing more comedy again. Life's pretty good. You know what I mean? So, let's get it to you. <laughs> Another I realize that like bullfights are just kind of like different versions of people having a party. You know, depending on where you live in the world, some people, when they get together, they'll sing karaoke. You know, maybe make green bean casserole. Stuff like that when they get together. They'll do tabletop nachos. White people, quit pouring cheese on your fucking tables, okay? What are you doing? You don't need... To make nachos on your fucking table. Grow up. Quit doing that. Nobody does that. That's a white person thing to do. I don't care for it. I'm not sure why yet. But I don't fucking like it. Not that I wouldn't eat the nachos off the table. I just don't feel like I'd like anybody who does that. And maybe that's me. Maybe I should open my heart up. Do you guys make tabletop nachos? If you do, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'd hate to lose another listener. Because I don't like tabletop nachos and i think you're pretty trashy if that's something you do and i'm a garbage person so you know but anyway bullfights are just kind of a party for people just a different version maybe in mexico or whatever cuz everyone looks like they're having a good time when they're not getting trampled by a bull you know when the bull has all the spears in its back and no one's getting trampled everyone seems to be having pretty much a good time having a lot of fun you know seems like a party like people, you know, hanging out, singing songs, getting drunk. But they just do it with a bull around. But uh as all good bullfights happen, someone's got to get maimed, you know? Trampled a little bit. I belched. I'm sorry. Uh it's great, man. This guy, no one else is around the bull but this guy in this video, right? And he's doing He's pretty good at avoiding the bull, you know. He wants to show off. He's trying to get some of that sweet, sweet pussy. That's what he's trying to do. The only reason you jump over a bull or try and do flips over one is because you're trying to get pussy. That's it. There's the only reason. Because it's never, I never see any ladies jumping over the bulls doing flips. It's always dudes, you know. It's always frail, weak men that are doing it. (laughs) Jumping over the bull is pretty cool, but it ain't going to make you dig bigger. You know, it won't. It's not going to do it. But uh, yeah, this guy, he does one flip over the bull. Looks pretty cool. Sticks the landing, you know, but uh, I don't think he cleared the bull far enough because sure enough, the second, you know, he's in front of the bull again, tries to do the flip. This time the bull catches him, throws him in the air. He lands on the ground. Bull turns around, picks him up again, flips him in the air, throws him to the ground. And no one's coming to help. That's the fun one. There are no, I don't think there are rodeo clowns in Mexico. You know, I think (laughs) I've never, I've never seen a rodeo clown in Mexico. I've seen other Mexicans come in to try and save the day, but I've never seen, you know, they don't have some jack off in suspenders with a red nose, a fucking white powdered wig running through going, Hey bull. uh, No, 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 no. Come on. Come get me. They don't. They left the motherfucker to get (laughs) trampled by the bull, which they should have. And I still feel bad for the bull because at the end of the day, I think they're going to kill that bull, right? That's why they throw the spears in it or something like that, right? They throw the little darts and they stick it and then you got to stick the other side, some shit like that. And then you just slowly kill the bull. That's what they're doing. Fuck that. You know, that bull died anyway, I'm sure. But at least it got one. It got one. And uh, I think one for one's a pretty good deal when you're a bull. You know what I mean? I still understand why the fuck. I don't it's not it's not for me to understand. It's not part of my culture, you know. I'm sure if I grew up around it, I'd probably be trying to jump over a bull to people. Nah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't think I would. <laughs> Would you jump over a bull? Let me know down in the comment section below. <laughs> hey, thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. I hope we had some fun. You know, uh, as always, I'm doing that. Uh, not as always, but I am doing that other podcast with my good friend, Monty Mitchell. If you want to check that out, it is called the Stinkhole Hour. New episodes every Tuesday on that one. And uh, show's coming up all in Nashville. May 2nd, New Heights Brewing. May 10th, Crazy Gnome Brewing. And uh, the 26th of May, Jackalope Brewing as well. And then a couple, a few shows in June. So go to joekellycomedy.com for all the upcoming days. And, uh, yeah, listen, I hope we had fun. I enjoy our time together, all right? Do me a favor. Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else, all right? I'll catch you around real fucking soon. Later.